Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, I figure I have a little holiday episode here. Again, we have Christmas the 25th, and of course Hanukkah goes through 26th, uh, you know, Monday here, and of course any other religion, um, Happy Holidays should hopefully cover it all. So uh, make a little quick insert episode here. Again, uh, last time we covered the Judge Press Conference, which obviously um, you know got a lot of hype, of course, and all the tension. But of course, right after that, we had the Carlos Rendon press conference. Wasn't anything big, but I figured at least you know talk about it a little bit just because you know he came aboard, and of course you know your number two starter there. It's going to be an important piece. So again, worth discussing. Um, you know the press conference itself. He said all this, you know all the things you expect him to say. He wants to play here. He wants to compete in October. Uh, he feels that he, he actually has done well at Yankee Stadium, even though I haven't seen any stats on it. But I'll take his word for it. Word for it. But uh, I guess the biggest, you know, I guess the biggest thing there would be just that fact that he um, did go to the, the Razor there. So uh, a clean shaven calls from Doan. Again, he claimed he hasn't been clean shaven in uh, you know about ten years. So there you go. You're gonna see that, and of course, when he does put on that Yankee uniform and report to spring training for pitchers and catchers in February, he'll be wearing number fifty-five. So uh, looking at some other pre- previous Yankees that were number 55, you have uh, Hideki Matsu, you have Russell Martin, and those are the ones that come to mind right now. And, of course, so now Carlos Rondon will be wearing that at least for the next six years uh, unless he gets traded or something. But he'll probably f- pitch out the contract. Uh, but nevertheless, again, Rondon himself, um, you know, I know it's pressure there. You signed a six-year deal, and so it's almost a little under $200 million there. But, you know, I don't see him having any issues here. He just seems like a, you know, cool, calm guy. Um yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a six-year deal, but he's not like some superstar coming here. And we've seen some Yankee free agents come here and just, you know, buckle and take a while to get it going. I'm just thinking about, you know, you know, looking back at uh, like Jason Giambi or someone like even Mark Deshera for a while. It took him a little while to really get get off, get off, you know, get rolling there with the bat. Um, so, you know, we've seen that in the past, but I don't see that a problem with calls from Doan. Um, he's in his prime. He's on top of his game. You know, we had some, you know, pitches, for example, like uh, – uh, Randy Johnson come in here and again kind of pass his prime a little bit and struggle and you know the, drew ire from the fans. I just don't see that situation happen to Rendon again. He's in his prime. He's only thirty, um, so he should fit in well here. Again, he doesn't come with a big name attached to him. So yeah, there's expectations, but no one's expecting him. You know, to like be like Roger Clemens or someone. Clemens also he was another one who came here who was still in his prime and you know maybe he was using a little dabble in something, but. Uh, obviously, he got off to a bad start in 99. It took him a while to really get it going. But I don't see that problem with Rodon. I think he should fit in well here, um, you know, and uh, for the Yankees. And, you know, other than that, for the Yankees, I um, think they're pretty much set. You know, as I kind of mentioned in the last episode, I, obviously, at least with the uh, rotation, I mean, let's make some of this crazy trade out of nowhere. I think they're pretty much set. I think they still will try to invite and bring some more arms in the bullpen just to have some more uh, options there. So I think you'll see more invites and more small deals and minor league deals that could be major league deals if they make the team and so forth. So I think they'll still uh, bring in some arms there. And for the outfield, again, let's make that trade for like Brian Reynolds or something like that. I don't see the Yankees really spending any significant money. And they let Ben Attendee go, and but that was like five years at $75 million, which I don't think they were going to come close to matching. And then another option that was being thrown out there, uh, Mike Conforto, which would have been interesting to form a met. Well, I guess, you know, he's off the board. I guess with the Giants, with the money, they didn't spend on Judge, Radon, or Carlos Correa. I guess they had something to spend, so they uh, used some of it to bring in Mike Conforto. So he signs a two-year deal for $36 million. It's not a terrible deal, and maybe something, you know, for only one or two years, maybe something the Yankees could have gotten involved in that a little bit more. But I still really think the Yankees are looking to spend any significant money there because now you're looking at what, so Conforto will be getting $18 million per season. I just don't think the Yankees want to put more money in the outfield like that. Um, you already have some options out there, plus you're paying some like Hicks, 
similar type of money, a little bit less, but nevertheless, you're paying him. And who knows if he's going to be riding the bench or be on this team or whatnot. So I just don't think the Yankees want to invest more money. I think they'll either make a trade for a guy like Reynolds who's making peanuts or Again, go in-house and just have Cabrera start the season out there. And we saw him play outfield last season and pretty much had no problem. So that's kind of likely the way they're going to go there. So any addition to the Yankee team now, you're probably looking at uh, just with the bullpen. And again, with Radon, um, the only concerns we have with him, and I mentioned you know, when they did sign him, is that Obviously, uh, you know, he hasn't lugged 200 innings yet, which is kind of the, you know, there's kind of a stand for your starting pitcher. Again, he had a Tommy John surgery a couple of seasons ago, did not have a good 2019, 2020, just, you know, missing a lot of time recovering from that. But, you know, since then, removed from that, um, he has said, and there are stats to back it up, that he's, you know, he feels as strong as ever in terms of his fastball. Uh, it's its highest miles per hour right now. It's, clock, you know, it's averaging about 95.5 miles per hour. Um, and as you know, a couple of years moved from Tommy John, he's put it up two consecutive back-to-back all-star seasons. So you'd like to see that. Now they did have to baby him in 2021 towards the end there and those final couple of starts just limit his innings again, because they didn't want to push him too hard after the Tommy John. And it seemed to work because then he backed up 2022 with another all-star season. And, um, you know, if he could give you what he gave them again, 14 and eight, maybe like to see a few more wins there, but an ERA under three in 185 innings. You know, I think maybe like to see a little bit more innings, but I'm sure you would sign up for that. And again, that's probably why he's getting, uh, you know, $27 million per year. So that's all done, signed, sealed, delivered. He's a part of the team, part of the rotation. And I guess, you know, he reports, uh, you know, in February. What is interesting, though, is I guess the latest in the Carlos Correa fiasco, because it could affect the Yankees, is now that the Mets, who jumped on him as soon as the Giants backed out of the deal, well, now they're having their reservations, mainly because of the same ankle injury I mentioned before, uh, back in 2014 when he was in the minors. Um, now, the Mets also did an examination on the ankle. Now, they're worried about the commitment. So it looks like now they're looking to restructure the deal, whether that means you know less years or less per year. Um, that remains to be seen. I just think it will probably be less years because no player is going to want to take less money because, you know, it's kind of a – put it this way, they all establish themselves and they always want to take the highest possible just because it helps the next guy down the line. So I don't think he'll take a pay cut. So – Probably a situation, again, the original st- structured deal with the Mets was supposed to be 12 years at 315. Uh, so probably now they'll be looking at to take that, scale that back maybe nine to 10 years. And maybe it'll just be more nine years at like 26 million, which is who's going to get. Uh, so probably just less years, just for the same reason that the Mets probably don't want to go the full 12 with him. Just with the, you know, being going to get a little weary about that ankle. And plus, again, on the side, he also had the shoulder injury, which balked on him a little bit last season as well. Um, but... It could have some ramifications on the Yankees because now if the Mets turn out the back out of that deal, well, now it's a possibility that Carlos Correa goes back to the American League. And then from there, we're not sure where he'll end up. Maybe he does resign with the Twins, which I thought they would pony up and they were supposedly going to offer him the biggest contract in the history of the franchise. That didn't happen. But maybe that, that sort of renews some interest there. And then maybe the Twins don't have to go a full eight or nine years on him. Maybe they could do a deal with him for six and he goes back to Minnesota. Of course, then that would directly affect the Yankees just for the amount. You know, they play each other a couple times during the season. And of course, could be a possible playoff fall when of of course, he's hurt the Yankees as an Astro. Do not want to see him again um, as a uh, in any other uh, uniform at all in the American League. So if he could somehow stay with the Mets and stay with the National League, that would be fine with me if that wants to work out. Again, if Steve Cohen wants to throw his money away at him like that, go ahead, do that. Just you know, keep him out of the American League there. But there is a possibility. It looks like that uh, you know, Correa deal um, might fall through. But this seems like the Met language sticking with him on the deal. So I don't think they're going to back out of it, out of it like the Giants did. So he'll probably be a New York med. I'm just saying he's probably going to get the nine years like judge got. That'll probably be like the parameter, at least the arguing point. And they'll stay there. 
And of course, with these, a lot of these players, there's, there's insurance to take it out of them. So even for example, the Mets, you know, signed David Wright to a boatload, but unfortunately, toward the end of his career, the, you know, he had the, the, the back and the neck. There was a neck issue with him, uh, and, and so the Mets actually were able to recoup a lot of money with the insurance. So let's say if Carlos Correa's body does just give out for whatever reason, uh, the Mets will make a lot of that money back with the insurance. So I guess they're covered on that end. Uh, so. Uh, so that's the episode. Just wanted to keep it brief there. Here in New York, we're having a bit of an Arctic blast, part of the bomb cyclone. So you want to make sure maybe if you stay here inside, maybe you're hungry for some Yankee talk, some Yankee chat. Figure maybe I'll give it to you here. So uh, maybe you want to batten down the hatches for another couple of days. Looks like the bomb cyclone should be cycled out by Monday. Um, so that's that. That you know that's that. And of course, we have the holidays there. So make sure you enjoy it. I'm not sure uh, if this will be the last episode of 2022. Again, kind of a kind of a week left after that, so maybe you know, maybe try to find something, whether it's some news related or just kind of off the field stuff, just some sort of fun Yankee trivia, Yankee history, something like that. So may not be the last you hear from me in 2022, but if it is, make sure you have a happy new year, have a pleasant 2023, and we'll catch you next episode either way.